Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, November begins with October's top two fantasy quarterbacks squaring off in New England. Manning, Brady, we've got all the fantasy fallout from Week 9's marquee matchup. Plus, two major fantasy stars went down in H-Town. We've got the latest on their injuries and what it means for your lineup moving forward. And if you're not satisfied with your running back production, you're running out of time to fix it. Our experts, though, will tell you how to turn weakness into strength. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. I'm James Coe, joined as always by NFL senior fantasy analyst, the fabulous one, Michael Fabiano, alongside Molly Karam, Adam Rankin, Akbar, Baja, Biamila will join us in just a moment. But first, Fabs, another day, another week, another just monster performance. Don't remind from, me. <laughs> from Ben Roethlisberger. I got brutalized on Twitter You were last getting night. torched on Twitter, unfortunately. I was. I was. Uh, two weeks now, six touchdowns in a row. It's, it's crazy. Twelve touchdowns. In two weeks, how's he do it? I should have predicted that, right? 12 touchdowns <laughs> right. in two games. Exactly. I should have predicted that. Uh, you should that. have predicted history, right? He is just hot right now, yeah. and he's done it against what on paper mm-hmm. have been bad matchup. The That's Colts right. going into a couple weeks ago, tough against quarterbacks. They got whipped. This week, the Ravens, Roethlisberger, historically not good against Baltimore. They got whipped. So, Big Ben is now a guy that you're starting and looking to make a trade with another team who there needs a quarterback. Go. They're playing the Jets this week coming up, so everyone's going to start Big Ben. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Speaking of trades, it's hard to trade quarterback, though. It is. It really is because, number one, the position is really deep. And number two, when we're talking about a guy like Roethlisberger, people are worried that he's maybe a flash in the pan for a few weeks and then the numbers go back down because going into the last couple of weeks, his numbers hadn't really been that great. He only had one 20 fantasy point game, and all of a sudden he's just exploded. So, If you're going to try and trade him right now is the time 
to do it. All right, there you go. By the way, he's got Ben Roethlisberger. We're thinking about trading Ben Roethlisberger for Dwayne but Allen. He that's, won't give that's me That's the anything. value. Yes, exactly. That's the problem. Right, so basically, exactly. if you're going to try and trade Ben Roethlisberger, you need to give up another piece on your fantasy football team. So, for example, I'm trying to trade him to Elliot Harrison. I'm offering him Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Wallace for Julio Jones. There you go. All right, more of your Week 9 top performers and all the injury news you need to know coming up in just a moment. But for now, let's sink our teeth into the Monday night matchup. Colts, Giants squaring off under the lights in East Rutherford. Fabs and trades, I don't trust it. Thank you, James. <laughs> Lots of fantasy matchups on the line as we finish up Week 9 in the Tri-State area. Colts and Giants closing out the weekend. We got a good one tonight, which means we get to see fantasy's number one point scorer, Andrew yes. Luck, in primetime. Akbar, my quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Luck, big time, primetime, showtime, all-time, good time. I, mean, I, that's I need what a you big think. day from him and Reggie. Yeah, you know, I think everyone's going to get a big game out of Andrew Luck. He is a federal agent. What I mean by that, he's got his FBI intact, his football intelligence. He's going to use that to take advantage of this defense against the New York Giants. The New York Giants, look, they're not that good on defense. Now, they do got some, they've got some nice pieces there, but Andrew Luck has got too many weapons, especially with T.Y. Hilton, and I'm calling out a guy right now. I hope you guys are listening right now. There's a guy there that's revisiting New York. His name is Hakeem Nix. I've got a sneaky suspicion that Andrew Luck is going to be looking for him, and he's going to add to Andrew Luck's bottom line number. He puts up a big game. A little extra incentive, and let's not forget Andrew Luck on a bye next week, so we will have some options for you to plug and play coming up in the show. Reggie Wayne, a lot of options in that offense, but he's still a security blanket. Yeah, he's part of the ACT, always catching touchdowns department of our government oh, there. You know what he suggests? Well, no, the thing is, actually, he doesn't catch a lot of touchdowns. Was, that was the joke. And it's the thing is, he's been injured for and banged up, and I look at this offense. It's all running through T.Y. Hilton right now, and then Dante Moncrief comes up. He's an explosive rookie. He was great at Old Miss, really liked him there, and now he really stepped up into that role. And now when I see Reggie Wayne go out there, I'm a little hesitant because he seems like somebody who's just going to be a decoy. Ahmad Bradshaw Akbar through eight games ranks in the top five in total fantasy points. Juicy matchup against the Jets this week, his former team. Yeah, yeah, against the New York Giants. Uh, New York yes, Giants, New York Giants me, but they share the same stadium. I feel what you're saying there, and that what you're really trying to say is that he's getting ready to have a big game as well. Going up against his former team, it's extra incentive to really just show up and say, look here, look what you could have had. Because right now, he is sensational. This game, this power running game is working for uh, Ahmad Bradshaw, but also his ability to catch. He's a receiver. The dude is showing that he is a receiving back. Ahmad Bradshaw up for a big game as well against his former team, the New York Giants. All right, let's so, see it. The numbers, boys. What you yeah. Big, all right, there, there we go. Big games all across for most of the Colts. I don't really like Reggie Wayne as much as you do, as evidenced by uh, my point total there. If I he, do like Dwayne Allen. They were talking about a little bit earlier. Absolutely. If you could sneak in another name and another bracket in that head next to it, it would be a King Nix, and he's going to be right there. And I'm calling uh, out 10 do fantasy points don't do it. Please for stop. Akeem Nix. It's going to be sneaky. Stop. It's going stop. to be sneaky. I'm, I'm telling, telling you. you. I'm telling you to stop. Okay, we'll go back don't and forth on anymore. Twitter. All right, you all need Dante to stop because we need to get Dante to the New York Moncrief. football Giants. All right, let's go to the Giants. Okay, then. let's Dante move there. We'll I don't know if we're going to be as high on these guys as some of the Colts players, but let's begin with Andre Williams. He's been struggling since Rashad Jennings has been out. Can he turn it around? Because this Colts run is very good. Yeah, they're very good. Uh, Greg Minuski's defense, they're going to bring a lot of pressure. They're going to put that front. They're in that 3-4 defense, and so they show a lot of different looks. So the first thing for Andre Williams, he's got to be able to just hit the hole. But the guys that are so aggressive defensively, I don't know that Andre Williams is necessarily going to have the big games, the big game that you're anticipating. Andre Williams, I think that struggle will continue. He's going to have an average game. 
Adam, Odell Beckham has three TDs and three professional starts. Will he get a TD tonight? I really like him tonight. He's been the guy who has been able to jump up and take over for Victor Cruz, who is now lost with an injury. And the great thing about Beckham, and I know we've talked about this at a great length on the show, is that the strength of his hands is one of the things that helped him stand out there in the SEC. And it's really something that caught the eye of the Giants during the scouting process. And this is a guy who just really attacks the game, loves to play football. We saw that from the show, Scouting Giants. And so I, I got caught up in that. I, I watch reality TV show, and I make my judgments based on that. So <laughs> Beckham, Beckham's my guy. I feel very confident playing him this week. Got it. Quality analysis. I love Isn't that it? there. Yes. Isn't let's, it? Let's move on to Larry Donnell. He did have a few fumbles the last time out, but uh, Eli's comfortable throwing to him. What do you expect tonight? Well, I think he should try start, uh, excuse me, benching himself, and then maybe That's he'll the have a good game. After he started playing himself in fantasy, he hasn't been be able to – hasn't been able to produce in reality. I think that that trend continues against the uh, Indianapolis Colts defense. They're so good and the way they're going to bring pressure. I don't know that they're necessarily going to find uh, Donnell and give him a lot of opportunity. Eli Manning is going to be under a lot of duress. Let's ask him on Twitter. Let's tweet out. Did you start Vernon Davis was his, was the tight end that he started ahead of himself. So if he did that if Donnell is benching himself then go ahead and start him. We'll have to adjust these uh, these numbers here if that's the case yeah listen men lie women lie the numbers don't only when it comes to fantasy because they do in right. football uh, yeah that's as well right sure yeah. enough. okay I need a lot of points from the kicker I need a lot of points from Reggie if I could get six and from Andrew him. Luck so I can okay. be I need I Odell be Beckham Elliot. to right. score big I'll give that to you no one cares they're, they're worried they're like, about their teams. So they're like yeah. enough about you all Odell right Beckham. that's our Monday night preview for week nine be sure to check out NFL Fantasy Live again tonight after Monday night football where Akbar and Elliot Harrison break down all the Colts and Giants highlights and any breaking fantasy news now we send it back to James and Fabs to update you on Sunday's injuries guys oh boy all right, taking a look at Sunday's injury report, some big names left Sunday's games with significant injuries. Take a look. Uh, you've got uh, Philip Rivers on there, a minor injury uh, for him, a minor hand injury there. Not a lot of concern for the Chargers or Philip Rivers owners. Nick Foles, though, a major injury. Uh, could be a, a collarbone issue there. Arian Foster, we don't know the severity of his injury. Lamar Miller and Wes Welker left that game after taking a hellacious hit on his back. All right, much more concerning news in Philadelphia, though. Uh, NFL media's insider Ian Rappaport reports Eagles quarterback Nick Foles suffered a broken collarbone in the team's win over Houston. He's expected to miss at least a month. But Fabs backup Matt Mark Sanchez steered the ship uh, pretty well in Foles' absence. Well, he did have two interceptions, and I know our producer Alex Wilk loves Mark Sanchez because he went to USC. <laughs> and so I have to say something good about him. And sure. what I will say is that the offense is conducive to quarterbacks putting up good numbers. And he's playing Carolina on Monday night coming up in Week 10. So if you're really hurting a quarterback, I can't believe I'm going to say this. <laughs> Mark Sanchez is on the radar. That's about as much as I can say about him. He's on the radar. Uh, You know, I I think he's an interesting speculative ad. He is. At the very least. Because of the offense around him. No doubt. You happy, Wilk? (laughs) He's very happy. All right. More injury news from the Eagles and Texans game. Running back uh, Arian Foster left the game in the third quarter with a growing injury and did not return. If you are a Foster owner, where are you on the panic meter? And, Uh, Basically, how quickly do you have to find Alpha Blue on the waiver wire? Are you kidding me? The panic meter is at like 25, and it only goes up to 10. When I saw him coming off the field as someone who just traded for him, 
my heart just absolutely sank. The good news is that the Texans have a bye in week 10, which means that's extra time for him to heal. Hmm. But in the meantime, even though they are off, you have to pick up Alfred Blue as insurance because, God forbid, Foster isn't ready for week 11. You need to be ready for that situation. All right, let's get into the highly anticipated matchup between the Broncos and Patriots, or more specifically, Tom Brady. Peyton Manning, the number one and two fantasy quarterbacks, respectively, over the last month. Fabs, Tom Brady, again, just absolutely brilliant. He's unreal. Uh, he has been fantastic. 20-plus points in five straight games, 18 touchdowns, and one interception, James. Unbelievable. Unreal numbers. Unbelievable. We were talking about this guy as a potential drop, and now here he is. Literally the top quarterback in fantasy uh, since that time. He's dropping fantasy points all over us. Still to come, Week Nine's top performers featured some unfamiliar names. But was this a one-week flash in the pan or an emerging trend to watch? We'll break down all of Sunday's best. Plus, if your first-round running back has vanished from fantasy relevance, we'll help you replace those lost fantasy points with our running back primer for the second half. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Presented by Old Spice. I wanted to do that in my British accent, but Fabs put the kibosh on it. <laughs> All right, we're looking back at the players who played with swagger on Sunday and led the league in fantasy points also on Sunday. So let's take a look at yesterday's top performers here. Big Ben, we were all wrong, guys. He did no, it again. No, I was wrong. Akbar was right. I yeah. was wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, I called Akbar. It, you know, I didn't mean to speak a, for you another there. one of my good friends here, and I just knew it. I knew he had it in him. He's that type of guy. He's an elite quarterback, and I think this seals the question. We already know he wrote his ticket to the Hall of Fame, but this writes his ticket as a, as a you. top quarterback in fantasy right I'll now. I'll trade him to you. Before we get into these top performers, though, no did answer. anybody think the Chargers were going to look that bad against Miami? No, that was right? really, really bad. 
All right, so let's get into it. And we begin with Jeremy Hill. He got the starting job with uh, Gio Bernard out, making the most of that opportunity. 23 fantasy points. Yeah, I love this kid. He actually had 28 fantasy points. 28? Yeah, 28 fantasy oh, points. Me. But let me tell you something. I love this kid and the way he runs. And this is the same thing he did in college. And now he had his opportunity to shine once Giovanni Bernard kind of stepped back, mm -hmm. obviously, with the injury. And this gave him an opportunity. And I think Marvin Lewis now has a, has a thing on his hand now. Now he's got to go with probably a running back committee because he showed that he's a powerful runner. He showed that he can pick up the uh, protection. He showed that he can actually do a little bit in the passing game. He had 163 scrimmage yards. Of course, a lot of that 154 yards were rushing yards, but they were hard yards. And he's a hard runner. If he gets an opportunity to play again, you play Jeremy Hill, no doubt about it. All swag. He is the guy when Gio Bernard is not there. He's proven that. Fabs, let me read the stat line. In three quarters of play, Ryan Tannehill, 288 yards in the air, 47 on the ground, three TDs, zero interceptions. He has been very underrated over the last four or five weeks. He's had 23-plus fantasy points in two of his last three games. And, Molly, in his last four games, he's averaging almost 50 rushing yards. That's an additional four-plus fantasy points to his stat line. I would pick him up, although I wouldn't play him this week. He's playing the Detroit Lions. But Tannehill needs to be owned in more leagues right now. Akbar, Mike Evans also might need to be owned in more leagues. A huge day. And let's not forget, he's 21. Bright future ahead for this guy. Yeah, you know, I think this is one of those kind of just try me, kind of kind of get a good look at Mike Evans. Mm -hmm. This was a great opportunity going up against another first-rounder in Justin Gilbert on the opposite side. But this is a passing defense that struggled. They haven't really be, kind of been the prominent and dominant defense that they have with that secondary group. But at the going up against the 20th-ranked defense, uh, excuse me, 20th-ranked passing defense, not a bad job. He showed how he could use his big body. Look at how he uses his body here. I mean, that's like mm -hmm. post-up move. I like Mike Evans for the future, not necessarily for the remainder of the season. They got some big receivers down there in Tampa Bay. Matt Asiata Fabs, you called this one. I'm a fan of Asiata. Now, I know Jared McKinnon Asiata. Yeah. I know McKinnon is the better player. He is more explosive. But fantasy football is all about touchdowns. And when they get in the red zone, it's time for Asiata. Now, does this mean I'd pick him up and play him every week? No, because you never know when a team is going to get into the red zone. But should he be owned in 12-team leagues and 14-team leagues? I think he can. If you look at the numbers, he has been the better fantasy back than McKinnon this season. Akbar, Jeremy Macklin getting his all-night regardless of who is at the helm, Nick Foles or Mark Sanchez. Yeah, that just shows you the type of talent he is. He, his production is not necessarily predicated on who the quarterback is, but the best thing that happened for the Philadelphia Eagles is they went out and got a guy who was, and I'm putting quotation marks, you just can't see it, another franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. Because he came, he was a franchise guy with the New York Jets, but you just see his talent. This is back-to-back Two touchdown games, receiving yep. games. I think Jeremy Macklin's a guy that you're going to continue to see that would play with this type mm -hmm. of swag. The boy is swagged out. 345 receiving yards the last two weeks, most in the NFL. That was Sunday Swagger, presented by Old Spice. Did we I are all about yeah, the swag on the show. Yeah, you're swagged out for sure. All right, for more <laughs> from Old Spice, Drew Brees, other guys with swagger, check out fourthintouchdown.com. So we'll have more of Sunday's fantasy leaders coming up later on the show. But for now, let's help you think like a fantasy expert like these guys each week. We look back at the picks these guys got right while making their appearances on our new video service, NFL Now, and they explain how they got it right. So let's start with Michael Fabiano and his insight on one of Week 9's best tight ends. Take a listen. If Travis Kelsey's been on your fantasy team over the last few weeks, well, he has not been productive. In fact, I've been telling you to sit him for the last three weeks. I do like him this week, though, based on a matchup against the Jets. So he's out of the doghouse and into the penthouse. I am starting Travis Kelsey against the New York Jets. 
They've allowed nine touchdown catches and the fourth most fantasy points of tight ends this year. Hey, Fabiano, could you straighten your tie out at least? Boy, my tie was all crooked there. It was a long day, but I want to be Kelsey the too. is a player that is very good when he is facing a favorable matchup, and that's exactly what he had against the New York Jets. They have been awful against tight ends, yeah. Molly and Akbar, all season long. And when you have six teams on a bye, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a favorable matchup. And we look right now at the fantasy points against for the New York Jets. I mean, they have really struggled against the tight end position. Oh, by the way, they're playing Pittsburgh this week. That means Heath Miller is, is probably going to be a nice start. Is a guy in to week circle. 10. Yeah, we okay. saw at the bottom there 11 TDs allowed to tight ends this season. That's most in the NFL. All right, up next, Akbar, it is all you. You were high on NFL now on Cardinals quarterback Carson Palmer. Take a listen. Carson Palmer, a guy who uh, is certainly a valuable tool for this Cardinals team. Yeah, yes, he is. And, you know, he gets lost in this division. When you look at the quarterbacks in this division, you look at the fact that Colin Kaepernick is in there. You look at Russell Wilson. Heck, Austin Davis has gotten more ink and love than Carson Palmer. But Carson Palmer is a big reason why they are 6-1 uh, and one this year. This guy, Carson Palmer, reads a defense like an open book. Well, yeah, that's the open book, and that's the same open book he did against the Dallas Cowboys, putting up, you know, solid fantasy numbers, 19, a little over 19 fantasy points for Carson Palmer. But you look at the talent that's around him. He's got the Brown brothers there now, mm -hmm. Jay Brown and Jay Brown, Larry Fitzgerald. He's come into his own. Michael, these, Floyd. Yeah, Michael Floyd. These guys have really started to help, and the talent around him is truly developed. But, you know, credit to Bruce Arians as well, learning how to use Bruce, excuse me, uh, uh, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. You talk about Colin Kaepernick and Russell Wilson in that division. He's the other quarterback in fantasy as well. This is the best he's played since Cincinnati. Yes, and they, look, and that's why they're seven and one right now. When he's in the game, he's starting. Mm -hmm. quarterback. They're five and zero oh right now. Yeah, Bruce Arians doing a tremendous job, and Carson Palmer, the only undefeated quarterback. Obviously, he missed a few games, but uh, right now, still in the NFL. So, if you want to learn from the best fantasy analysts, download NFL Now to any of your connected devices. It's free to download and watch, and you can read the latest news and watch the latest highlights of all your fantasy players on the app. Fabs is on all week, so you can get plenty of Mr. Fabiano Monday through Friday. Akbar, you're gonna have to circle your calendar uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays <laughs> and Fridays. Watch for free today by going nfl.com slash now certainly will because i can't get enough of you boys hey. coming up it's the most satisfying segment in television get ready to let out some fantasy frustration that helps no one is coming up you know i, I want to hear that. from you molly plus more of week nine's top performers including some surprise entries were you smart enough to start these guys and would starting them next week be a similar type result our experts get you caught up on the rest of sunday stars that's next come on back won't you Game Rewind here at the half. They honored one of the all-time greats, Priest Holmes, over 8,400 scrimmage yards as a Kansas City Chief, scored 83 touchdowns as a Chief. A lot of you probably were introduced to fantasy football when Priest Holmes was at the height of his powers, and he was just money, uh, rushing or receiving, if you had him in fantasy back in the day. Congratulations to Priest Holmes there at the half. And that was Scott Hansen on NFL Red Zone yesterday wow. as the Chiefs inducted running back Chris Tolbs into their ring of honor in the early 2000s. Uh, you heard Scott Hansen talk about a priest was a fantasy god. Yeah, in 2003, he, yeah. he amassed 2,100 total yards and 27 touchdowns. He was one of maybe about a dozen running backs that put up 1,500 yards and 10-plus touchdowns. Look, obviously we know this, that the running back position uh, has been tough for fantasy managers in recent years. But, guys, what can owners do for the second half to kind of shore up 
this position. And, uh, and Adam Rank, I, I, we'll start with you. Well, I start with a stream strategy. And it's funny because you bring up uh, Priest Holmes is that a couple of years ago when, when he was the number one running back in Kansas City, yes. is it I snaked Larry Johnson there you from go. people who had him. And that's what I'm kind of doing here. I picked up guys like Ronnie Hillman. I've had Fred Jackson on my roster for a long time. I drafted Jarek McKinnon. Even a guy like Jeremy Hill, who's somebody that I've just had on my team, Joyke Bell, another guy. And I'm just rolling through and just seeing, you know, Every week, I have an extra kicker and extra defense, or I just drop my kicker into my defense every week. And I pick up a couple of running backs, watch the games, and then those early games, the 10 a.m. or the 1 a.m. or the 1 p.m. games, whatever you want to call them, right. just see who's playing well. Like this week, Cadet I had on my team. He mm -hmm. didn't do much for New Orleans. Drop. So I dropped him, you know, and then I picked up my kicker, and then we go about our merry way. So it's one of these things where it's just a constant battle. I've had Jonas Gray on my team. Right. So pretty much every running back – who we ever talk about on the waiver wire, I've had on my team at some point. Well, it sounds like what you're doing is is you're basically look targeting uh, high-end uh, handcuffs, guys Pretty with much. high ceilings. Pretty much. Well, I thought Joyke Bell was going to be a little bit better this year. I've been kind of stung by that. Figured Fred Jackson would end up winning the job because we all know what C.J. Spiller's done over the course of his career. Not so, much. But, uh, and then Hillman <laughs> was one who just kind of snuck up out of nowhere. He could be the guy who carries me. Not bad. fourth to number four. There, <laughs> there you go. All right, Fabs, uh, you're, you have a saying. If you're not trading, you're not trying. You've got a running right. back strategy as well. Yeah, and by the way, back to Priest Holmes. As yes. you know, he had 373 fantasy points in back-to-back -back years. Wow. Jamal That's Charles true. only had, what, 310 last year? Okay. So Priest was the man. But you definitely want to make trades. You guys know that. You just said, if you're not trading, you're not trying. So what I would do is put together two players for one great running back. So, for example, maybe you throw out Russell Wilson uh, and say the other team needs, for example, a wide receiver. You throw Marshawn Jeffrey and you get back a Marshawn Lynch. Mm. Because during the course of a fantasy season, what you should be doing is building depth. And when you have that depth, at some point, it's time to get rid of it because it's doing you no good on your bench. That's what I did with the Peyton Manning trade point. with America last yeah. week. I had so much depth at wide receiver, I traded Demarius Thomas, that's right. and I got Peyton Manning. So that's what you want to do now. Do you run the risk of potentially being thin on your bench during the playoffs? Yes. But I'm going for the throat here. I want to win, and I want my starting lineup to be as good as it possibly can be. You know, and I love the idea that you're going for those big names, taking a couple of those guys out and trying to get one of those big-name guys. You know, I have a different mentality. My mentality is just going to play the matchup, and sometimes you don't always get the luck. Sometimes guys have a different position in front of you, and they're able to get guys that maybe you were targeting to have some of the bigger names. But if you play the matchup, for example, this Jeremy Hill – I mean, Jeremy Hill went out there and had an excellent game. Huge uh, day. I mean, huge day. I mean, and a lot of people weren't really familiar with him. Maybe you didn't watch him during college, but we saw what he could do. Now we know what's behind Giovanni Bernard. And so sometimes yeah, you look at the matchup. They were going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was an easy one. That was a no-brainer. So maybe you have another matchup like the Raiders. You see who's playing up against the Raiders saying, you know what, if it's not a big-name guy, I can trust that this guy is going to do well against this run defense that's struggling. Because when a run defense is struggling, there's a reason why. Maybe those uh, the, the, the defensive linemen can't shed blockers well. Maybe that they just have hard times with the zone or the power. They've got undisciplined guys on the edge, and that's what creates those, those great matchups there. You know who the Jaguars play? 
this week? Uh, oh, oh, whoop it on me. DeMarco Murray. Back to 100. Back to 100. Right, you know, Gio can take the rest of the season off. He's cool. All like, right. don't, don't risk anything. Hey, listen, why don't you calm down a little bit? Okay, Gio's on my fantasy team. I have Jeremy Hill, so I'm kind of feeling What are you talking about? I have Jeremy Hill. They're not in the expert league, in the players league. How dare you. How dare you. By the way, you want to talk about running back depth in 2003? You know, we talked about Priest Holmes. Jamal Lewis had 2,000 rushing yards right. in that same season. I, I played I against those both days. of those guys, and I can tell you, Priest Holmes it was an absolute beast. When we did pop film on him, it was like, oh, man, this dude. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It was like Marshall Falk was the man, and then it was Priest, and then it was Sean Alexander. There you go. All right, still to come, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers offense went MIA in the MIA Sunday. Is the Dolphins' defense this good, or has the Chargers' power surge just running out of juice? We'll break down all of Sunday's disappointments coming up. Plus, Six quarterbacks on a bye in week nine. Six more are off in week ten. What did we learn this week to help you replace next week's absent stars? Find out when NFL Fantasy Live continues. All right, coming up, DeMarco Murray's streak of 100-yard rushing performances came to an end against the Cardinals. Michael Fabiano will tell you how the Cards stopped fantasy's most productive back. And if you need a bi-week replacement at the quarterback position, you may not have to look very far. Our experts have three QBs you can pick up and play after big performances Sunday. Plus, that shimmering light on the waiver wire could be an oasis of points or just a mirage in the vast desert of fantasy football. Which one is which? Well, we've got your answers coming up next. And welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. I'm James Coe, Adam Rankin, Akbar, Baja, B. Amelia here next to me here. If you missed the first half of the show, let's get you caught up on Sunday's headlines. And we're going to start with the major injuries from Sunday. Nick Foles out Yikes. with that shoulder and clavicle injury. Phillip Rivers, uh, just a my minor two, injury. My two quarterbacks in every league. Yeah, him, though, that's a quarterback. You know, hand is big. That's, uh, that's important. But yeah. it kind of felt like he was pulled out of there mostly because they were getting scary. blown out. This next one is uh, Arian Foster. He did the Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. Yeah. By no all of a sudden. And how about your uh, top performers uh, from Sunday? How about Ben Roethlisberger? Back-to-back, six touchdown weeks. I mean, just unbelievable. Jeremy Hill in a reserve role played out standing with Giovanni Bernard on the shelf as well. Then you look at your next uh, 11 through 20 top performers. You know who I like on that board? Who you like? Number 20. Who is that? DeAndre Hopkins, baby. Ah, boo. I bet you did. <laughs> I thought of you when I saw him balling out there. Did you? You know yeah. who else was on that list was, uh, was your boy. Yep. Ronnie Hillman. Just 16 yards rushing. But 18 fantasy points. How did he get it done, man? Well, you know, I talked about this uh, on Sunday, on the Sunday show. I said that the Broncos are talented. They've got weapons on every single level. They've got the deep threat. They've got the intermediate uh, depth. They've got, uh, excuse me, uh, threat. Then they've got the seam threat. But they also have the short passing game threat, too. And that's Ronnie Hillman. And I think he's undervalued in that position where you know he's a small back and he's a guy that can do some things in the open field. But he really showcased it today. When the New England Patriots took away a lot of that short and intermediate game, excuse me, the intermediate game, they went to Ronnie Hillman. Ronnie Hillman, I think, will continue to produce like this in this offense with Peyton Manning. I told you a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to continue to say it, the guy went to San Diego State, and he (laughs) is a baller. He is a baller. (laughs) 
All right, listen, Antonio Brown, we know to play him. But, right. but question for you, Adam Rake. If Martavis Bryant and guys like Marcus Wheaton continue to be productive, will Antonio Brown's production be impacted? At Not all? at all. He's still a number one wide receiver. And you see a lot of it, what, he, what he's doing here is the catch and running and doing so many different things. He runs routes really well. Very he well. Finds, well, finds ways to get open, and here it is. This was the big play. I was kind of morose. I, I needed a huge gain from him in one of my fantasy leagues last night, and, of course, he delivered on that touchdown right there. So he's somebody each and every week. He's going to be the most targeted guy. So I don't – even if you feel that Ben Roethlisberger is a bit of a fluke, he's still going to be fine. Talk about my boy out of Cal, Deshaun Jackson. Yo, well, he did it last week against the Dallas Cowboys, did it again against a very good passing defense. A yes. good defense overall. The, going to this game was the eighth overall defense – and Deshaun Jackson continues hmm. to use his speed, and he didn't miss a beat with RG3 coming back in there. RG3 knows the talent because when you can get, create separation like that through that type of bracket type coverage, even in bracket, look he's still look again. You get the safety coming over the top. Yeah. You got the corner, corner playing underneath, and he's still able to use his speed to create separation. That speed is so great for our, uh, RG3 and that offense. He's going to continue and, to do what he's doing. And also the play design by Gruden as well. They're, they're right. going vertical, and they're trusting in Deshaun to make those plays. I love it. All right, that's going to do it for the best of Week 9 for the weekend's worst. We're going to hand it off to Molly Cameron and Michael Fabiano for a recap of Sunday's most disappointing performance. Fabiano. James, thank you so much. I get to be Debbie Downer this week, so it's We good, both do. Right? We get to even things out here. So, obviously, top performers. We can't t- uh, talk about the top performers without the guys that did disappoint. So, let's show you who uh, underperformed on Sunday, Fabs. Underperformed. Uh, Is that an Phillip understatement? Rivers, my goodness gracious. Negative 2.3. The whole team was absolutely awful from a fantasy perspective, and I guess from a reality perspective as well, but you're seeing a lot of big names on here. Steve mm-hmm. Smith Sr. This is his third week game in a row, but let's go back and talk about Philip Rivers, yeah. Molly. This was by far the worst game he has played all season mm-hmm. long, and now he did leave the game in the third quarter because of a hand injury, but it's not expected to be serious, and he's got a bye this week, and maybe the Chargers need this bye week to get things wrapped up because that offense was no bueno. He has a bye and then the Raiders, so I think they'll be able to get things back on track. I know you love stats. San Diego has not won in Miami since the 1981 AFC Divisional Playoff game. West since Coast, East Coast. before I was born, but they did beat the Bills. Adam Rank pointed that out in Buffalo. So uh, we can't really go there. All right, so let's move on to Mike Wallace now. Ryan Tannehill had a huge day, but it seems like he was throwing everybody but Mike Wallace. Exactly. All the wide receivers seemed to score. I mean, Mark Clayton, I think, scored a touchdown in this game, but Mike Wallace did not. And this is the second straight game where Wallace has underperformed. He's basically touchdown dependent when we're talking about fantasy points. And next week, he plays the Lions. Ooh, that's a bad matchup. Yeah, everybody eating except for Wallace there in that uh, Miami offense. Let's move on to your boy, DeMarco Murray. So he snapped his 100-yard right. game streak there. Can he get back on track next week facing the Jags across the yeah, pond? There's no question about it. Yeah. He is going to be very, very productive in London. And I know that we're not sure about Tony Romo's status, but it's not going to matter. The Jaguars are just bad against the run. Ask anyone who started Jeremy Hill. I know Akbar is big on Jeremy Hill. Part of the reason, he had a great matchup, and that matchup is traveling overseas across the pond, and it will be for DeMarco Murray. He is still a must-start. Hey, he's had one bad game this, yeah. this and entire year. And he didn't have his year. quarterback. 
Exactly. So they, they were Two off. offensive linemen mm-hmm. were also hurt. Yep. And the Cardinals, one of the best run defenses in the National Football League. No question. So I think that might just be a one-week type fluke. We can still trust I'm not in DeMarco. About All right. Those players help no one with their performances on Sunday. But coming up, we'll count down the list of guys who pulled off the impressive feat of scoring touchdowns and still helping no one. More NFL Fantasy Live right after this. Tuesday on the next episode of Undrafted, it's now or never. The NFL hopefuls see if they have what it takes at the regional combine. Undrafted, an NFL Network original series Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Yours on NFL Network. And speaking of undrafted, that word describes the top scoring quarterbacks in fantasy on Sunday. Let's take a look at this list and I'll show you guys what I mean. Really, besides Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, none of these guys at the quarterback position were drafted as your number one guy, right? No, Ben Roethlisberger was a high QB2 at best. And now he's sensational. How about Blake Bortles, Teddy Bridgewater, and Mikey G? We do need to give a little bit of context, though. Obviously, there are some injuries, a lot of buys, and Andrew Luck and Eli playing on Monday night, so they're not on this list. All right, here's the notable quarterbacks on a bye in Week 10. Tommy Brady, RG3, Andrew Luck, that's my guy, so I got to get someone, and Phillip Rivers. So talking about three of the top five quarterbacks in fantasy right now. That's Mm -hmm. tough. It's a little bit of a predicament, James Coe, so that's where I need you guys to help out. If you own one of those quarterbacks, who would you plug and play in Week 9? And when we begin with you, Fabs, Carson Palmer at home against the Rams. Do you like him? No doubt about that, and you've got to look at the numbers that he's been putting up lately in five starts this season. He has scored 17-plus fantasy points four times. He has never this season failed to throw for more than two touchdowns. He has been extremely productive from a fantasy perspective, and he's not turning the ball over, so he's been consistent as well. It's really criminal that he's not owned in more leagues wow, right now. Criminal. I love, criminal. I love that. Speaking of not turning the ball over, <laughs> Akbar, Alex Smith, one interception in his last seven games, fewest in the NFL. He gets the Jets this week. And, and that's why I like Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alex Smith to me is a safe bet. And when you look at the fact that, you know, he's not turning over the ball, that's what you need. You need somebody stepping in for your starting quarterback, somebody who's going to be safe with the ball, but also who has a strong running game. And the fact that he has Jamal Charles means that more teams are going to focus on stopping the run game than the passing game, and that's where he has the ability to pop and give you some big numbers or solid numbers. And get you some points. And as you called him, Mikey G or Mike Lennon, he is facing Tampa Bay and, I mean, he's facing Atlanta, excuse me, and we know Atlanta's terrible on the road as well. Well, not only that, you know, I I like three things about this matchup. A, Tampa Bay's defense is really bad, so you figure this might be a shootout, which means more points for Mike Lennon. Plus, I mean, you mentioned it, Atlanta's defense, not the strongest, Mm -hmm. But how about Mike Glennon himself? I call him the situation. Hey, yo, you need a situation at quarterback, you get Mike Glennon. You know why? Because he's thrown two touchdowns in four of his last five games. The guy's not bad, actually, throwing the football. He'd be a great plug-and-play there. So if you want to see more quarterbacks, you can put in this weekend sign-up for NFL Now and check out our exclusive NFL Fantasy Live Extra segment. It's free and easy to sign up, get our exclusive fantasy content and more by going to NFL.com slash now, and you get plenty of these gentlemen. So three helpful quarterback suggestions from the gents, but now it is time for Week 9's plays that help absolutely no one. For that, we turn it over to this guy. Thank you, Molly. That's right. Each and every week, we take a look back at those unheard-of players who rob precious fantasy points from the guys we all actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker for some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call, Molly, what's it called? That helps no one! 
Let's go to the video, and we go to Kansas City. Jamal Charles doing work, getting down to the one, but here's where Andy Reid rewards him. Nope. He's going to Dwayne Bowe, but even that's spoiled because Tony Fasano is just laying there on the ground and catches it. I don't know if we're going to see the replay here, but it's like it's like when you play the Jets, the degree of difficulty is so low that you got to do trick shots. Well, <laughs> well, that's great for the Jets or great for the Chiefs. I got to say, that helps no one. Dallas Carson Palmer already hooked up with John Carlson once, and here it is. Mr. Danger Zone himself, Jay Brown. We did it, Jimmy Cole. Jay uh, Brown. No, he no, scored. No, what, uh, what's it's up? Not, it's not Josh Brown. What, that, that's uh, Jaron Brown. So there's uh, two oh, Jay. There's uh, two Jay Browns. Right, right. One wears 12. One wears 13. Well, color me unimpressed because that helps no one. Although it did beat the Cowboys, so that was cool. Minnesota Vikings outdoors. Teddy Bridgewater missed him a couple of attempts at Cordell Patterson. So uh, uh, wait. Wait Chase Ford. So when Chase Ford is open, that's when you throw the perfect ball. When Cordell Patterson's open, you're Gus Barat. When Chase Ford's open, all of a sudden you're Randall Cunningham in his MVP year. To that I say, that helps no one. But Cordell's not open that much. Houston, no, he was. always Houston. I had Nick Foles, Phillip Rivers both going this week. I should have started Jay Cutler, or I could have started this guy. Mark Sanchez, and I, we will see all oh, dance, Jordan Matthews. Dance, look at him getting off. Mark Sanchez actually faked. That's the cousin to, of Jerry Rice. He faked Ooh. to Jeremy Macklin and said, you know what, you guys, you make too much fun of me. So for that, I say, that, that helps no one. Stay here in Houston. We need LaShawn McCoy or more to the point. Miss yes. Molly needs LaShawn need McCoy. LaShawn in two weeks. So there it is. You're LaShawn McCoy. Oh, wait. wait. No. Wait, what? McCoy gained 40 yards on this drive. They pulled him out. Oh. Brought in James Polk. Molly, I'm going to allow you to take this one, please. The floor Two is yours. Leagues. And that helps no one. Perfect. <laughs> I hope you feel better. Cleveland. Uh, much better. Feeling great. Right, I got that excited. Ryan Hoyer throwing it up. Could it have been our erstwhile spot start? Andrew Hawkins? No, of course not. Andrew Why would it be Andrew Hawkins? We actually started Andrew Hawkins this week. Of course, he finds Taylor Gabriel. The guy out of Abilene Christian. What? Yep, there he is. I think the Brown, we should just be able to play just Brown's receiver. That should just be a category into <laughs> it of itself. Receiver. All right, right, celebrate, Cleveland. You guys rock. Strike up the band because Let's go, Let's go back to Dallas. Jerry's world. Andre, no. Andre Ellington already scored once, but can he score twice? He's in no. There. Because it's Marion Grice. Wait. Forks up, baby. Marion Grice. No. Marion Grice out of Arizona, Arizona State. Oh, nice. ASU. ASU. Leads the Pac-12 South. I love it. Arizona. Leaders of the NFC North. But oh, fantasy points there. means nothing because that, that helps no one. Seattle. The Raiders going to punt. So what? Nothing. Mm. Like, what's happening here? The Raiders DST is about to get on the board. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They Bryce Butler. It's your guy. It's your That's it, Bryce. Do your thing. Represent for the Aztecs. And in honor of Oakland's most famous band, Exit Light and Tonight. Because there's no one. Good stuff. How about the rest of your THNO uh, top performers? I, I use air quotes on this one. Blake Bortles <laughs> with 16. Michael Rivera going back yeah, to buddy. Oakland oh, with yeah. double-digit fantasy points. sister is more famous than he is, right? Oh, there oh, you go. Absolutely. You and then Matt uh, Spaith. You know Matt Spaith was on there. Yeah. Love it. All right. So now remember. <laughs>
Hold down, no everybody. Let's just calm down. Okay, now remember, if you want to see your tweets featured on the show, use the hashtag, that helps no one when you see a fantasy score. That helps no one. All right, and it will be you. featured on I'm the show. All right, now we are going to award this week's winner of the That Helps No One Wall of Fame. And the winner is, mm. who else could it be? You Chris Polk. Oh, yeah. Oh, and look at this. We're going down to a second look row. Look at this. I like it. Second row of THNO. Chris Polk, not the president. President Polk was in charge. Oh, who's got a better Oregon mustache? Uh, this guy or Frank Summers? Frank Summers. Frank Summers. Frank Summers. We're coming back with an early look at the waiver wire. Is it time to pick up Denard Robinson or is Matt Asiata jumped Jay. ahead of him? We'll make our picks. Stick around. Football now lives on NFL Network. Andy Dalton, A.J. Green. They lead the Bengals into a showdown with the surprising Browns. Browns, Bengals, Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern only on NFL Network. Looking forward to that, but it's time now for a Groom Mirror lineup presented by Head and Shoulders. And each week we comb through NFL.com's Fantasy Genius Tool. We find real questions asked by real fans like you guys to groom their lineup. So if you have a question for us, just go to NFL.com slash genius. And our first question goes to you, Akbar. Okay. Which running back should owners add okay. Yata or Denard Robinson. You know what? I like Denard Robinson, and I love what he's done, but I'm going to have to go with Matt Asiata. Denard Robinson, shoelace guy, you know, again, another big game. But Matt Asiata, when he gets near that goal line area, he just turns into a different creature. He's a different guy altogether. I'm going to call him the Jurassic Park guy because he just dominates. He just yeah. walks over his guys he's when he gets in that goal, goal line area. But he may not give you a lot of yards, but I know for sure he's going to give you touchdowns, and that's for sure because the way he's designed, he's just one of those strong dudes. Yeah. Seems more like a stegosaurus to me. Wow. I don't even know Jurassic what that is. He's a pterodactyl. <laughs> Where's my three-year-old nephew? All right, Adam, which quarterback should owners add, Mark Sanchez or Blake Bortles? I'm going to go with Mark Sanchez. This is Duval. a signing. What? Sorry, sorry. Oh, wow. This is a signing that I paid particularly close. Well, you know, I paid close attention to it during the offseason because Chip Kelly has a history in the Pac-12 where, of course, Mark Sanchez went to USA. So he obviously knows something that a lot of fantasy enthusiasts don't. So if he saw something in Sanchez, we should all take note of this. And if you watch during the preseason, Sanchez actually outplayed Nick Foles. So I'm looking forward to him taking over this job and being pretty good going forward. New York Jet fans would disagree with you wholeheartedly. All right, Fabs, which uh, wide receiver is angry. the better pickup, Josh Gordon or Martavis Bryant? That was a weak throw. Come <laughs> on, man. Well, I'm going with Josh Gordon. Obviously, Martavis Bryant is someone who needs to be owned in all leagues right now, but I'm going for the big name. I'm going for the throat when it comes to the fantasy playoffs, and Josh Gordon was the number one wide receiver in fantasy football last year. Guys, I implore you, pick him up. He shouldn't be available in more than 60% of leagues anywhere. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who could change the course of your fantasy postseason, your hopes and dreams of a wow. championship. Can he help me out? Pick him up. Yeah. Wow. Is a I'll sell. trade you. Give me Josh Gordon. I don't know, I don't know if he can help you that out. That was Groom Your Lineup presented by Head and I'll give you, uh, him and Shoulders. 
But before we go, yes, James Let's Cole do it. told us before the season started that he would wear high heels right oh, here boy. on the show. If DeAndre Hopkins didn't reach 1,100 receiving yards He's this season, along. all right, He's so let's along. check in on that promise. Time to uh, get the march to 1,100 started. <laughs> all right, listen, he had a great game, uh, 115 yards uh, in that game, uh, and now you look at that projected total. 1216 is now his projected total, and that, my friends, is keep good. you out of heels. He's not going to get you any yards. That, that, that will keep you out of heels. You're doing yes. all right. I'm you're trying to stay right. out of heels, right? Yeah. Yes, I got great calves. Okay, oh. but we don't want the I don't people to see that. People mm -hmm. don't want to see that. No. Yeah. Got great calves, though. Give us a little taste confident. right now. Give us a little taste right now. This is TV. A little bit. Oh, the ratings are going up. Are you serious? Why are your socks on? Do you even lift, bro? Those are some good calves. Did you get calf implants? I know. I got to get a couple leggings. Did you get calf implants? You got to get some squats going. that little running in place. Got to start jogging on the beach. All right. Thank you, folks. But we're done for today. But tomorrow we're digging through the running backs. Which ones are getting the most opportunities in their offenses? NFL Fantasy Live returns tomorrow at 5 p.m. on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.